0: Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beat the House with your host here, Justin Everett, episode 73. Got another uh, quick but great show to get out to you guys, you know, to end the week here. Uh, going to recap a little bit of the NBA action from yesterday uh, on Thursday night, as well as have another solid NBA Friday best bet. And going to get into the uh, NFL Week 17 official card. Um, you know, with five, you know, solid picks, uh, these will also be the picks going into the circle millions contest, uh, you know, coming to an end, you know, to the regular season and wrapping up the fourth quarter. Um, uh, so some pretty solid picks to give out, you know, for this show. Um, but before we get into that, and let's, um, quick reminder, if you haven't already to head over to Apple or Spotify and just drop a quick rate and review, uh, subscribe or share the show. Uh, I've been doing really well here looking to close, uh the month and the year out strong um since you know october uh november and december the last three months has been very profitable so gonna look to continue to keep it going here and appreciate all of the uh the likes the uh the retweets the listens and uh just the feedback on the show if you've been following me or um on uh on twitter or call it x now or, you know, just giving me, you know, you know, you know, love and support, you know, through, you know, DMs and things like that. So any, you know, any type of, you know, acknowledgement, you know, to the show, I greatly appreciate it. And let's look to keep it going here and close the month of December out strong and finish the year out, you know, profitable. So with that being out the way, let's get into the show real quick. Going to recap, you know, some of the action that we were on, you know, last night. In the NBA, uh, didn't have any plays on the Thursday night football game as, you know, the Cleveland Browns, you know, got another dominating win um, over the New York Jets. They get the cover as well um, and clinch a playoff spot. So uh, that's pretty cool for the Browns. You know, they had some bad, you know, some bad luck injuries, you know, the first quarter of the season, um, losing Deshaun Watson, losing uh, Nick Chubb. Starting running back and quarterback. And they lost Deshaun Watson after coming off a really, you know, a really good performance. It's probably his best performance, you know, as, you know, uh, since he's joined the Cleveland Browns. Um, and they just had a quarterback carousel. And, um, you know, shout out to Joe Flacco being able to, you know, come in off the street and just play, uh, some great football. You know, their offense, you know, Cleveland has already had a really good defense pretty much all year. You know, one of the five, one of the top five defenses in the league. But, you know, since, uh, Joe Flacco has been, you know, uh, you know, running things for the Browns, uh, they've resembled a top 10 or better, you know, offense, especially in the passing game. Um, throwing a ball deep downfield, you know, just last week, uh, Mari Cooper, you know, set a franchise record for, uh, receiving yards in the game, but no, he didn't play last night because of some injuries, but, you know, Flacco was still able to have, you know, a, a great game, you know, most of his uh, damage was done in the first half, you know, putting up nearly 300 yards, you know, David who benefited a lot from that, um, and they really didn't need to do a whole lot in the second half, as they could just rely on the running game and their defense to, you know, keep the uh, Jets offense in check, but um, no action for me in that game, um, the Browns did clinch a, a playoff spot, but Uh, Like I said, let's move over to the NBA action that we were on. You know, I was back in the Bulls and, you know, I got the number. You know, this number moved a lot throughout the day. Um, You know, I bet it early or overnight um, was getting two and a half. And throughout the day, the number fluctuated as much as uh, the Bulls being the favorite by anywhere from one and a half or two points. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, the star, you know, point guard for the Pacers, um, you know, was questionable throughout the day and uh, really didn't take much place in uh, during shoot around for the Pacers. But um, he, you know, he did end up playing and they you know, have uh, he had a historic game. You know, he dropped, you know, 21 points and 20 assists. Uh, first 20, 20 point uh, 20 and 20 game, uh, I think, since uh, Russell Westbrook did it. In his Oklahoma City Thunder days, uh, he also had no turnovers. Um, but the Bulls, they struggled, which was surprisingly, you know, to me, uh, against this Pacers defense is one of the worst, if not the worst defenses in the league. Uh, Chicago, they struggled from the field, only shooting 41% and, uh, 25% from three. Maybe it had to do with, you know, the, uh, lineup adjustment that the Pacers made. They ended up playing two bigs in Jalen Smith and Miles Turner, but, um, the Bulls, you know, um, I thought they were going to come back and at least, you know, uh, at least cover the number, you know, in the second half. You know, they were down by as much as 25 points, uh, but they made a big second half run. Um, and in the fourth quarter ended up, you know, taking a three point lead. Uh, but that run was quickly met with the run of the uh, run by the Pacers led by Tyrese Halliburton, who went on a nine run himself. And you know, took the lead back, and they never, and the Pacers never gave it back, and ended up winning, uh, 104 to 120. And, um, you know, the Bulls, you know, they um were missing uh, Nikola Vucevic, but uh, Andre Drummond has stepped in, and you know, produced at a pretty high level, um, in their first ga- in his first game getting the start against the Hawks, he was. A little bit more impactful with his numbers. He had a, you know, 23 points. Um, and 20, 23 or 24 points with 25 rebounds, but he just controlled the paint, you know, defensively as well with, you know, some block shots. And I already said, you know, grabbing a bunch of rebounds, but, uh, you know, this game, he wasn't as impactful, even though he put up, you know, a pretty good stat line. Um, he didn't finish the game, uh, you know, on the floor there as, uh, um, the Bulls had, you know, their success and made their runs with him off the court and Patrick Williams, you know, playing the five spot, but weren't able to, you know, close it out and uh and uh cover the number or win the game uh after they're making their comeback there. So we dropped that one. But, you know, uh moving along to you know tonight, you know, for the Friday card, you know, ten games going. And uh these lines are pretty tight, you know, handicapping the whole board, you know, nine of the ten games. Um, uh, the line was within three points or less, um, but was able to find a, a a best bet, you know, coming out of the night. You know, there may be some um, some some solid matchups. The Thunder will be taking on the Nuggets, uh, with the Nuggets on the second end of a back to back after they dominated the Grizzlies, you know, last night without John Morant. Um, 76ers and Rockets should be, you know, interesting. You know, Joel and B ruled out. You know, for this game, missing his third game in a row, Sixers coming off of getting their first win of the season without Joel Embiid with the bounce back win. I mean, with the bounce back performance, uh, from Tyrese Maxey, who was terrible on Christmas Day. He looked really solid against the Magic. Um, the Grizzlies and Clippers, um, Clippers, you know, starting, um, you know, having a, a real solid, uh, uh, rest advantage here as the Grizzlies are on the second end of a back to back third game and four nights, fourth game and six nights. Um, Kawhi Leonard, uh, listed as questionable, but you know, Tyron Lue uh, did say that he took, you know, some, uh, participated a little bit in practice. So he may, you know, uh, be back in his return, you know, as the, uh, the line there would, I would think would indicate that, you know, he's back. He'll be back, you know, for tonight. Uh, Clippers land seven and a half. Uh, Bucks and Cavs, um, should be interesting. Um, I think Donovan Mitchell is listed as questionable here, uh, to go for the Cavs as he's missed, I believe the last three games for them. But, you know, my best bet is going to come out of, you know, the Nets and the Wizards, and I'm taking the Nets, um, laying six points. You know, both teams are coming off of 30 and 20 point blowout losses. So, Expect better efforts from both teams, but I think, you know, Brooklyn has a lot more to play for, you know, than Washington. You know, Brooklyn, you know, they've struggled, you know, a little bit, you know, from from the three-point line over the last 10 games, but, you know, overall for the season, you know, they rank, you know, eighth best when it comes to, you know, comes to that three-point line. So I expect them to, you know, bounce back and have a solid performance against, you know, the Wizards, who, you know, is a bottom 10 defense when it comes to defending the three. Uh, Brooklyn. You know they also um do a great job at defending the paint, which will make it tough for the Wizards to score because that's where they like to get a bulk of their points from. And um, you know these teams, you know they've already played, you know twice this year. And Brooklyn is gone a two and no straight up and against the spread with the average margin of victory of seventeen and a half points. So I don't think the Wizards, you know, match up, um, you know, match up too well against this Brooklyn team this year. And uh, my numbers, you know, made this line you know, eight point one six. So uh, even though it's a, um, a big number to lay on the road, you know, I think there's value in still, you know, grabbing the uh, grabbing or laying the points with Brooklyn, you know, as they're you know one of the better teams this year against the spread with the eighteen and twelve record. So expect for them to bounce back and get a win and cover of, against you know one of the worst teams in the league, one of the worst defenses in the league, and you know, the Washington Wizards. So that'll be the only official play for me in the NBA. So let's move over to the NFL and, um, uh, and let's get right into the NFL week 17 card. And let's start off with, uh, I'm going with the Raiders plus three and a half over the Colts. Um, the Raiders, they're coming, you know, they're coming into this game all on a two game winning streak, uh, coming off, you know, probably their best win of the season, you know, against the Chiefs on the road. <clears throat> and, um, and they're still in the hunt, you know, to make the playoffs here. You know um, and it's they're, it's being led by their defense. so I expect for that to continue you know over the last three weeks, you know they ranked seventh in total yards allowed, uh second in yards per play allowed, and uh fifth best in passing yards allowed. So you know I'm looking for another you know tough day you know for this coach offense going up against this Raiders defense. and uh even though it's a public play with the you know market, you know back in the Raiders with you know 73 percent of the tickets currently. Um, I still think there's, um, you know, value in not only grabbing the points and looking to sprinkle a little bit on the money line with, with the Raiders. You know, uh, you know, my numbers call for the Raver, the Raiders to be the favorite here by about three points. So I'm a back, you know, uh, Vegas here as, uh, they look to keep their playoff chances alive and I'm grabbing the points, uh, plus three and a half over the Colts. Uh, next game for me on the card. I'm going with the Panthers plus six over the Jaguars. Uh, Carolina, they're on a three and one ATS run over their last four games compared to Jacksonville, who's 0 and four straight up and against the spread over their last four games. So I think this is too big of a number for a team struggling like that, you know, to lay. So it's, uh, more so of a, um, a play against the number and back in, you know, the, the recent, you know, hotter team here in, uh, in the Panthers. You no, know, Carolina, they also have a, a sneaky, underrated defense that, you know, ranks fourth in yards allowed and eighth in uh, yards per play, uh, overall. So, um, I think that this Panthers defense can, uh, continue, you know, continue to make the, uh, the Jaguars struggle offensively. You know, they also rank, you know, first and fumbles fourth. So, uh, they may be, they may also, you know, force a, a turnover or two here. That could be the deciding factor in this game you know, my numbers made this line of 2.57, you know, so there's value in grabbing the points with the Panthers. And, you know, Carolina currently in the market, they're getting just 33% of the money. I mean, 33% of the tickets and 47% of the money. And they have some line movement, you know, going in their direction, going from, you know, a six and a half to a six point, you know, underdog in uh, most shops. So this looks like the sharp side to play here and back in uh the Carolina Panthers. So I'm on the the Panthers plus six over the Jaguars with my second official play. Uh, next play on the card for me, you know, I'm going with the Cardinals plus eleven and a half over the Eagles. Um, the Eagles they're on a one and three straight up and zero oh and four ATS run over their last four games, and for the season, they only have two double digit wins this year compared, um, uh, you know, uh, compared to last year where they were a lot more dominant. So I don't think this team. Uh, This team has shown that they're not as dominant as they were last year. And I think this is too many points to lay. So this is, again, another play for me, you know, uh, uh, you know, back in the number rather than back in the team, even though I think the Cardinals will have a chance here in some, in certain aspects, you know, to take advantage of this Eagles defense, like being able to run the ball, Um, the Cardinals, you know, they ranked third in in yards per carry uh, compared to the Eagles defense that ranked 16th in yards per carry allowed. So, as long as, you know, the Cardinals could limit their turnovers here, you know, I think they'll have an opportunity to, to, uh, to move the ball on the ground, um, and control the clock, control time of possession, keep that Eagles offense on the sideline longer than, uh, than expected. And, uh, you know, stay within the number here. You know, my numbers made this line, you know, 5.47. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking the points with the Cardinals plus 11.5 over the Eagles. The next game on the card for me. I'm taking my 49ers in the bounce back spot, you know, minus 13 over the commanders. And despite losing last week, you know, to the Ravens by 14 at six point, you know, home favorites. And you know, I was back in the Ravens last week. Um, You know, the 49ers they were still able to move the ball up and down the field against that defense. And, you know, they they outgained them by nearly, you know, a 100, 100 more yards. And, you know, they had a better, you know, yards per play. Uh, Obviously, the biggest difference in that game, you know, was, you know, the turnovers. You know, they lose losing the turnover battle, you know, five to nothing. So I don't see, you know, this commander's defense being able to create, you know, turn turnovers, you know, like the Ravens were able to do. They also benefited, you know, from a little bit of luck there, you know, batting some balls up in the air. So I expect this 49ers offense to get back on track. You know, They're explosive in the running game as well as the passing game. And uh, this commander's defense doesn't really have an answer to, you know, to slow them down. You know, the Niners, they still also have a lot to play for here. Looking to wrap up, you know, the over, the number one overall seed in the NFC and clinch, you know, home field advantage and, and have a buy. So uh, I don't expect them to look past, you know, this commanders team. And, you know, my numbers made this line of you know, 17.4, 17.45. So even though it's a public play, uh, laying a big number on the road, uh, I think there's value in still laying, uh, laying the points here with the 49ers and a solid bounce back spot. So. I'm taking the Niners, uh, minus 13 over the Commanders and last play for me on the card. I'm going with the Steelers plus three and a half over the Seahawks. You know, in Pittsburgh, you know, they might have found a, a, a nice spark here last week, you know, to their offense, uh, especially in the passing game, you know, by going to third stringer Mason Rudolph, who has a lot of experience starting and playing games for, uh, for Pittsburgh. You know, he came in last week and had 290 yards on just 17 completions and averaged 10.7 yards per, uh, per attempt and I have another chance to have a big day in the passing game you know facing the Seahawks defense that ranks you know 10th worst in yards per completion allowed over the last three weeks you know my numbers made this line a little bit more of a pick em, so I'm gonna grab the points you know with the Steelers as they look to keep their playoff chances alive and they may be live the witness when out right so um so I'm grabbing the Steelers you know with the points at plus three and a half over the Seahawks um Niners minus 13 over the Commanders, Cardinals plus 11 and a half over the Eagles, Panthers plus six over the Jaguars, and Raiders plus three and a half over the Colts. So uh, with that being said, guys, that's going to wrap up the show. I got some NBA action tonight with the Nets minus six over the Wizards. And let's look to have another profitable week here between the NFL and NBA. Uh, Appreciate you guys tuning in, and I will catch up with you next week on Monday.